the sounds of Kikigaku Moyo from their latest album, Masana Temples, out earlier this fall. My name is Cal Huss, and you're tuned to KGNU. I have Go on the line right now, uh, band leader from Tokyo-based Kikigaku Moyo. Go, so glad Hi. to have you. Thank you having me. Yeah, great. So where are you calling us from right now? Right now, I'm in London. In London? Actually. Yeah. Wow. I'm at the showcase, like live show of a band, a Vanishing Twin, and I'm just out of the venue in London. Cool. What time is it there right now? It's um, 8 p.m. All right. Yeah. Well... You were talking to our listeners uh, here in Colorado in the middle of the sunny afternoon, and uh, we just wanted to chat a little bit about your yes. upcoming <clears throat> shows here on the Front Range in Colorado. Um, yeah. So first off, I want to congratulate you on producing one of my very dearest records of last year. I think that it is, uh, and I think I'm in agreement with a lot of other listeners who have been with you since the beginning, I think that it's probably your finest work so far, and we're really glad to have it. Oh, thank you so much. improvisation and jamming more on your earlier records and this one seems a little bit more composed is would you say that's true yeah i think so um we wanted to do something different and but still those songs are we can still jam in concert so that's how we made so we don't need to put the jam in the record but we can play jam in the shows Ah, okay so you extend yeah. them when you're playing them live yeah and then the producer uh, bruno he put the uh, produce of the record like made us do more like putting like a composition like help compose and arrangements okay yeah and then you've done a little bit of production work yourself haven't you with, with your your label yeah I'm, i produced uh kana beer bit just Thai band who is touring right now in Europe. And I also help produce in uh, Sundays and Sibel records. Cool. Two records released very recently on the Guru Guru Brain label for listeners that are interested. Yeah, that's really great stuff. So you're kind of trying to document different sounds from Japan and other parts of Southeast Asia, right? <clears throat> yeah, we are trying to push the Asian music scene because 
not many people know about what's going on in the Asia currently. And there's some stuff, um, like cool stuff coming out. And um, Western music, like people, listener can also, you know, are kind of open about not only listening to English music, but people start getting open about like different kind of music. So it's um, that's what we are trying to do. Yeah, for sure. Would you say that uh, th- there's something unique uh, happening in those scenes that isn't really happening elsewhere? In Asia, like each country and city has a different scene. But um, also people listen, like heavily influenced by Western music, American and European music. And that's how what we also grow up listening to. But then we have also like our kind of like sound in Asia that kind of like familiar with like what, what like the music what we grow up listening to, traditional music or pop music. So like we want to push those like a band who are good at like mixing those two elements. Yeah. So w- w- would you say that you're more well-received back home or uh, have you found greater kind of acclaim abroad in places like Europe and the States? Mm, abroad, abroad. Because each country of Asia has a different market and scene. So once we get out from our own country, then there's other like a market, which is like a main market in the West music industry so yeah it's uh we most bands are touring outside of their home country okay interesting yeah because i know what you're doing is is really well received and it's a relatively hot market here where we are um psychedelic rock Mm -hmm. has undergone a big wave of resurgence and even people who aren't playing psychedelic rock specifically are are possibly influenced by it or have little elements of it in their sound so yeah it seems like you've done really well for yourselves here um and gotten to tour all around the world right yeah uh exotic us for us (laughs) yeah sure europe um we've been to china indonesia australia we get uh, we are going to play in Turkey and Russia this year. So Amazing. that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Get to travel and then play music for people. Wow. Yeah, that's really exciting. Do you enjoy touring? Yeah. yeah, I love touring. And then it's good because I used to live in Colorado. And yeah. I like you know feel like going to denver and boulder is like kind of like home coming feeling i was actually just going to ask you about that so you yeah you, you did make denver home for a while at least a few years ago right yeah like uh, maybe 10 years ago oh wow okay yeah and what what were you doing here i was going to school i was living in coral springs and also in denver I went to Boulder because my friend had a, a radio show actually at the Boulder College Radio. Yeah, I, so I actually I, was I was just talking to a friend. He's another KGNU DJ of, yeah. about this, Jeff Holland, and he was talking about how you oh, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know Jeff. 
yeah, we're we're gonna see you at the show when when you come play. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, we were just talking about how you guys met and got to go jam and at the time you were playing uh five string bass and you guys got to just go and do these wild improvisational sets that were really loosely arranged but really fun yeah exactly at the time i i'm playing drums right now but i didn't play drums at the time so okay that's so, kind of beginning of, of my experience playing uh, music Really? Was back here in Colorado? Yes. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and so, and how did you kind of get into that? Did, did you pick up the bass first? Uh, I used to play like a classical piano and trumpet. Like I have a musical background, like classical. But I just picked, I had just bass. Uh, and then I went to our friend's house and then just playing jam. And got to know Jeff, and so like Colorado was like my like second hometown. Yeah, very yeah. cool. And so then, uh, I guess you you left after after school, and then you went home. <coughs> and then how how long did it take for you to decide that you wanted to kind of put a band together? How did that develop? Um, I maybe like three years after. So I was working. And I met Tomo maybe two years after I went back to Japan. And I was just jamming with like different people and wanted to play music with someone, people who never played in the band before. Because all the bands in Tokyo are like, I felt like very technical, techy. And we wanted to play like more free jam stuff. So okay. that's what <clears throat> it started. Cool. And yeah, it seems like you've found a great mix of musicians on this and get to implement some really cool kind of interesting sounds on your records and in the live setting. For instance, the the sitar seems to be a, a really important part of your sound. Who's playing that? Uh, that's Ryu and that's my brother. Okay. And yeah. so... I feel like the sitar pops up as kind of a, a tone in a lot of people's music and they, they use it for aesthetics, but it seems like Ryu is quite talented at it. Where did, did he actually go and formally study how to play? Yeah. Yeah. He studied um, Indian traditional music and he had a guru. He ha still has a guru and then he goes there every year and he used to live there learning sitar oh wow Whoa. so he's not a guitarist he's just from sitar so which is great yeah i mean it really shows in in some of those recordings and how fluent he's become in mm. that style And then as far as other influences go, what what would you say is a is a really important musical influence for you personally? Um lots of music that I grew up listening to, which is like 
American classical rock, like uh, also of course psychedelic rock, also folk, crowd rock, uh, electronic music, jazz, um, very variety. And I uh, grew up listening to classical music, so I like I like mixing. Well, I like like mixing up like the element of what I like. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that definitely shows up in in the different songs of the band. Some of them are really soft acoustic folky numbers and then other ones are much more in your face and loud fuzzy rock tunes. Yeah. And I really enjoy the mix. In Japan, how did you kind of come across all those records? Like, I'm, I'm sure American classic rock was easy to find, but how did you come across electronic and kraut rock records? Um, there was always like, a, in Japan, there's like CD rental stores where you can be member and you can rent CD. And those places have like really different kinds of music. Also like really underground music too. And I'd go there and just like borrow, like renting 10 CDs and just listening, stuff like that. Very yeah. cool. Mm. Um, and then as far as other influences go, I'm also curious uh, what you would say is a non-musical influence that maybe influences the way that you approach what you do. Mm. Yes. So... Like different kind of art that influences us because of it's like like if I see a different art or performance art, it's a different mean of like expression. And sometimes uh, art is more conceptual and connected to like society and their like program or kind of showing different way. But music has a um, also, like entertainment, like fun side of it, uh, is like more kind of like strong, like bigger compared to art, and that's something like I really make me think like what we are trying to do, and also balance of kind of like having good time and you know feeling good time, and that's something um, make me think and influence. Okay. Uh, our music, yeah. Sorry, like difficult to explain, but <laughs> yeah, I understand. And yeah. then it seems like a lot of your songwriting has kind of a narrative to it, but I don't speak the language, so it's hard for me to actually tell. Could you? Could you yeah. let our listeners know Na- maybe like what some of your songs are about? Narrative means like I. So we focus on like when we put the songs into album, 
we focus on like a narrative. So like first song goes to second song and how it ends. So it's like kind of trip, you know, like traveling, starting and getting know the place and sometimes difficult part, but like nice part. And that's kind of like narrative. And what kind of the travel that is, is really depends on the listener. Because we didn't want it to give something to listener that, hey, this is what we are talking about. More like I wanted the people to listen and then just imagine and then influence like differently, not only from lyrics, but more like musical, like feeling. So that's why, uh, yeah, that's what we are thinking. Okay. Yeah, it's it's certainly feeling-based uh, more than just yeah. being able to follow the lyrics. Yeah, so we don't have lyrics. Uh, yeah. You mean you don't, you don't it's write not them out? It's Japanese. Yeah, okay. Right. It's just sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're making up. <laughs> interesting. Cool. Yeah, every time. So, um, you are coming to the states uh, very shortly after after you stay in London. Um, where where are you going to come into first? Are you flying into New York or where? Uh, we are flying to uh, Portland. Oh, okay. And like uh, practice, rehearse once one one week, and then start from. Boise, yeah. So from Pacific Northwest. Cool, yeah. I th- have you made that trip before? Uh yes, lots of times. Cool, yeah. I love it up there. Yeah. And so then, uh, going to be stopping in uh, for listeners just tuning in. We are talking with Go Kurosaro from uh, Tokyo, Japan. He's in the band Kikagaku Moyo, and they're going to be bringing their lively set of music to both the high dive on february 18th and the fox theater in boulder on the following day so kgnu is presenting both of these shows and we're really excited um i don't know if you know go but the the first show in denver has been sold out for a while now and and it's a it's a great venue and i think that it's it, selling out that far in advance is uh, really good sign of how anticipated the show is yeah it's amazing because i used to go to high dive yeah know, i was living <laughs> there you know so it's like yeah I, I know this venue you know many so many bands right it, yeah. so it kind of almost like a homecoming for you yes exactly cool and then have you ever played anywhere in boulder before no this is first time so really really excited Okay. And it's short drive from Denver, so which is nice. Yeah, it's great. I hope you get to spend a little time maybe in the mountains or just yeah. exploring around. But yeah, the Fox Theater is a fantastic venue. The Sonics in there are really good, so I'm I'm excited to see both of yeah, those. Yeah, really looking forward. Yeah. Well, cool. With that, I think that I will just thank you so much for spending a little time with us. And hopefully next time you come through, we'll actually get to do a live session with you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, great. Uh, Have a good show tonight and we will see you soon. Okay. See you soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Okay. Bye.